Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to the All-Time Misfit Podcast, where you have yours truly, little B at Brunelli Sports, Chris, a.k.a. Hater, at Supercharged33, and Tyler at T underscore Dement. We are joined with special guests this week. It's been a while since we've had one, so we thought we'd bring you a special one. And that is the Flamingo, the bird. Even though he's changed his name, it will always be the Flamingo. He is now at Rack Robinson, which is an annoying as hell to say, and I don't like it, but... <laughs> That is 100% the reason I changed it to Rax Robinson was just to mess with all of you. Yeah. I, tell you what, I tell you what, I will change it back to the Flamingo. Oh, no, I'll have to look some some incentive to change it back. Oh, you don't get incentive. You change. You need to change it back. It just makes sense. You're the bird. You will always You're be not my mom. <laughs> no, but we are, we are the Twitter. We have the power here. We are the tweeters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. see, if I can find any cool uh, flamingo pictures, I'll change it. I'll probably change it back after this. I'm sure he will re- relate me with being Birdman. So. <laughs> You're always that will be known as the Birdman. The so. bird, the flamingo, the pink man, Harvey yeah, Birdman, mean, attorney at law. Yeah, I mean you've done it to yourself, Harvey so. Pink Man. <laughs> Just live in the bed you've made for yourself. Hey, it's comfortable. No, nothing, baby. Yeah. So, but. We got a special guest. We got a special episode for you this week. So let's go ahead and jump into it. And let's go ahead and start with my weekend plans. I had uh, Corey Guess. He was also known as the Riddler underscore 86. He was a temporary co-host with us here at the All-Time Mystery Podcast. He is. He is. He's very, that is very true. We I thought about trying to maybe get him on and doing a show on Sunday. But, you know, we got doing some other so yeah so Corey came down all the way down from chicago to visit yours truly here in blacksburg virginia and i treated him to nighttime game in virginia tech versus notre dame so he can see the intro because if you recall back before the football season we did a top five intros songs and intros for teams and college football, or in just in general, and we brought up Virginia Tech Blackford into the Sandman. And since then, Corey has always wanted to experience that experience. So he came down, and we got to I got to take him to Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, enter to the Sandman. And I could tell you, the man had chills by the end of the intro. It was an amazing atmosphere. It was one of the better ones I've ever been part of. Fireworks went off. And then I don't know if anybody knows about this, but the, at the end of Enter the Sandman, they cut the music off for the last like three lines of the song and the crowd literally sings the rest of it. And you just hear the crowd singing Enter to the Sandman. So it's an amazing experience. It was an amazing game. And yeah, I'm not a massive Virginia Tech fan, but 
I'm glad, and I hate Notre Dame. I really do. But I'm glad Notre Dame won because I want Justin Fuente out of Virginia Tech. He is not the answer. He is a horrible head coach. He only won under Frank Beamer's players, and he has struggled since then. But I can tell you my boy Corey had an amazing time. Um, we, uh, I took him throughout the big party central areas. We had a good time getting drunk. Um, we also did something very, very stupid this weekend. And I don't know if you guys have ever done the one chip challenge, but we did that this weekend. And I can tell you, um, I hurt, I hurt all weekend. Someone that was playing with the one chip challenge. You, the one chip challenge is literally, it's a chip that is extreme. It's, it's not even spicy. It's not even hot. It is literally made to burn your face. No, it is literally a chip. It's literally one tortilla chip. And they, I mean, it is caked. It, it's black. When you pull it out of the, like, so I, oh, it's in a little coffin box and then it's in a, a little tin foil wrapper. Tin foil wrapper. I didn't know what that was. Yeah, so it comes in a, t- a tinfoil wrap. I put that tinfoil wrap in my mouth for like 10 seconds because I needed to grab something for my friends. My hands were full. I literally, while it was in my mouth for 10 seconds, I said to my friends, fuck, it, my mouth is on fire. Through the wrapper. So, Why would yeah. you put the wrapper in your mouth? <laughs> I didn't think the wrapper would be hot, and I literally just put it at like the, you know, where you put everything on your canines and just kind of stick way, it there. Way, I hope you didn't jump that to that. Oh, dude, you, you have no idea. Oh, 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 yeah, I, uh, yeah, I can just tell you it, it burned both ways. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> I hate that the bottom part of your body can only feel pain out of, from spice, but yeah, so it was a great weekend and it was an amazing time. So, uh, I just tell everybody, even if you're not a Virginia Tech fan, if you want to visit college stadiums to just get an experience, Virginia Tech is a must. And I would highly suggest a nighttime game against a big opponent and just go and see the entrance to the Sandman. You don't even have to stay for the game. That will be enough that for your ticket price is just to be there for that. And it was an amazing atmosphere on Saturday night. So let's go ahead and move on because the game is about to kick off. It is Monday night. It is 812. So the kickoffs here is in a couple minutes. So let's go ahead and get our predictions in for Monday night football, which is the Indianapolis Colts who are struggling versus the Baltimore Ravens. And I am going to go ahead and let the bird talk and give his predictions for Monday night football. So what you got there? Uh, I mean, this will probably be the game Carson Wentz dies. Wentz, you know, that O-line is, is awful. I think we could probably get five or six sacks if we were playing on defensive line tonight. I've got the uh, I got the Ravens by ten. I got them twenty seven seventeen. But there's going to be a garbage time score in there. There almost always is in the NFL anymore. You know, everyone plays that prevent. So twenty seven seventeen. And I've got a big night. I think a big night coming Hollywood Brown. Oh God, no! I, I mean, I need that, but I need Lamar to do really, 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 really subpar or decent. I just need him to have an average game. I don't need I don't need Lamar going off. Oh, I mean, I don't. It'd be one of those things. I don't need him one way or another. I actually don't play against him or own him in any of my fantasy leagues this week, so I'm okay with that. I just played. Josh, I just played Josh Allen in like ten of them. So, so you, you're 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 uh, reeling high right now. You're talking about the. Uh, 
I don't want to talk about because we talked about it last year and he fell apart and lost his chance, which gave my boy Aaron Rodgers his MVP. But Aunt Josh Allen's is starting hot off again and definitely leading the MVP race, if you ask me right now. Uh, it's number two. Kyler's number one for me right now. Uh, after this weekend, I give it to uh, Josh Allen. Murray had a real struggle. Uh, no, 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 yeah, I don't know. Tom Brady would like to say a word. I think Austin Eckler would like to say a word. Tom Brady would like to kiss Robert Kraft again. <laughs> I'm sure he would on the Tom, lips. Bill Belichick would the like same, to do thing. something to Tom Brady. Hey, he, he would like to kiss him on the lips the same way he kisses his kids on the lips. Did you, none of you see that image, though, from the last Super Bowl that he won with the Patriots? Yeah, yeah, I did. Robert Kraft the lips. Well, let me give you some tongue, baby. Yeah, I don't know who's up next for their predictions. Let's hear them. Okay, Tyler, I'm going to pass it off to Tyler here really fast. So, Tyler, what's your Monday night football predictions? Colts 24-20. I like it. I approve. Thank you. And, Chris, hey, what you got? As, as, long as, as long as Carson Wentz is, like, playing, I mean, they got a shot to win. You know how, how highly I think of him. I mean, Colts have a decent team. I mean, I mean on the defensive end, at least. Um, I know they got a ton of injuries, but I think they can go out here and get a win. Remember, I wasn't high on the Ravens anyway, so it go it fits the narrative. You missed it, huh? Yeah, twenty four twenty, ho. Yeah, twenty four twenty. I'm sorry, that's not a close. I'm Yeah, what what did you say it was? Ravens what? Thirty five fourteen. Wow, you have the Ravens destroying the Colts, huh? Yeah, they're one all over them. Well, that fits my narrative of Carson Wentz might die. Yeah, yeah no that, 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 that's my uh, also my belief in Carson Wentz won't make it to the third Wow. Okay, so I'm shocked there. I I'm a believer in the Indianapolis Colts, but I really do like the Baltimore Ravens. I just I'm going to go Ravens here, but. I really don't think this. I mean, we are. I think we are wrong, guys. I think it's time to jump off the Colts and saying we were a, the Colts were going to be a good team this year because their defense is not doing any good. The offense line is bad. T.Y. Hilton's not there. Jonathan Taylor hasn't really performed to what everybody and hoped he was going to be. Yeah, I mean, so and the Baltimore Ravens has a good defense, like they always do. That's one of their things they've had for a while. I do see the Ravens winning here. I want it to be closer than what it is. But I'm going to give this game at least two touchdowns. I'm going to give it 35 to like 17. It's going to be a blowout. Um, I'm hoping that Latavius Murray, again, this is me being a little selfish and Latavius has a big game, but I really do see Lamar Jackson going off for like 100 yards, 200, 100 yards rushing, 200 yards passing, and probably three touchdowns, if not four of those touchdowns going to with Lamar. So I think this is an easy win for the Ravens. And, uh, I'm a believer in the Ravens again. I know uh, Tyler never really is, but uh, the Ravens are always a well-coached team. And uh, I think this is a great great division this year besides the fucking uh, bank – or not the Bengals. The Bengals actually played really well, but the, the Steelers. And speaking of the Bengals, oh, Tyler. Great. We're two and three. Tyler, what the fuck was about Sunday with our kickers? Yeah, I, I don't know. Cincinnati Green. How how that, like, that game was I mean, ridiculous. It went both ways. Like there was no agree. The only the only problem for me in that whole game called ref was the Sam Hubbard obvious tripping call 
on the long third down that they did not get called. I mean, Sam Hubbard literally leaned out and tried to trip Aaron Rodgers. That, but for the most part, it was a decent called game by the refs. There was no that it literally came down to bad kicking in that game, and the Packers just got lucky enough that their kicker finally got the chance to score. Um, Devontae Adams and Jamar Chase are monsters. I mean, we all knew already knew that about Adams, but Chase is proven the deal. And he talking about the seventy yard touchdown before the half, like talking about Darnell Savage. He was literally three inches away from making a great play. Like, I don't blame Savage. That, like, Savage did everything he could on that play. It just – he missed it. He just missed it by inches. And that's this sport. That's why we love football, and that's what makes it so fantastic. Um, Joe Burrow playing through a pretty big significant injury, I guess, to his throat. At the end of the game, it was announced that he was uh, playing maybe through a throat contusion, and he was sent to the hospital, but it came back all clear. They never said what the issues was. But that was a big play by uh, Joe Burrow, Aaron Jones. I think the the silent MVP of the Green Bay Packers right now is Devontae Campbell. He is a linebacker from the Atlanta Falcons. We signed in free agency, and he's been in nothing but a complete monsters on that Packers defense. He is all over the field. He already has two interceptions on the year. He has like two sacks, and he's leading the team in tackles. He has been an amazing add for this. This is what we wanted Christian Kirksey to be. And Devontae Campbell has been amazing for the Green Bay Packers, and he needs to be shouted. And let me just say this. Eric Stokes has completely stolen Kevin King's job. And, oh, Kevin King gives up another big play and misses a tackle. So, I mean, it's once Jair, if Jair can play this year, it's King is gone. Do you have anything I haven't mentioned there, Tyler? Would you like to talk about this game? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll just – I mean, the game was was great. Um, obviously, it did come out the way I wanted it to, but I kind of knew in my head. I was like, man, there's no way that the guy's going to miss it for a fourth time. So, I knew when he went up to kick the, the fourth one, I was like, man, I knew that shit was going to be good. But, I, I don't know. I mean, it was a great game. Um, I, the one thing, I guess, that, that I'm unhappy with is is the play calling at the towards the end of the game that – I mean, obviously they they knew that the McPherson guy he has he can he can kick long field goals. Um, he kicked one in the preseason that was 58 yards. So, but they got way too conservative towards the end there and was just okay with kicking a 50 some yard field goal. You know what I mean? And I I know a lot of people were bitching about it, including me, because to me that's just not the way to go. I mean, that's way too conservative. You know, to run it three times, especially when they think you're going to do that. You know what I mean? And Yep. I mean, set him up for a 50-something yard field goal. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the guy's still a rookie. I mean, you don't you want to give him the best shot possible. You know, rolling him out there for, I think it was a 57-yarder, just to me, that was way too conservative. They should have at least tried to throw the ball once on in, in those three plays, and they mm-hmm. didn't. But, I mean, I can't be upset. We, we played the Packers tough. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to say there's no moral victories, but I think everyone knows that the Packers are a good team. I, I think, if anything, I think that that Sunday proved that like this team is actually pretty solid. Um, people thought they would have four wins, five wins. That's obviously not going to be the case. So obviously they're, they're way further ahead than a lot of people thought they would be. Yeah, very much so. And I agree, Tyler, your, yours team and my team did the exact same thing on Sunday. We were way too conservative when we shouldn't be the Packers. Like when Aaron Jones had that massive run, Against the uh, the Bengals in the end of the half or at, at the end of the you know regulation almost we get conservative 
and fail. Same when Devontae Adams had the massive catch. We went conservative and failed. And then the Packers uh, driving down the field at the end of regulations with little time left and going for the kick on third down instead of fourth, not trying to get some extra yards. I thought that was a conservative, horrible call. It was I, Both of our teams played really conservative at the end. And it bit, you know, we just got lucky. I mean, the Bengals easily could have won that game and I could have been upset. We just, we were just the lucky ones. The NFL, you know, luck went on our side at that game. So that's just how it goes sometimes, but the Bengals are definitely a good team and they're a team to look out for, but the offensive line is still a little of an issue because the Packers have no pass rush right now with everybody hurt. And we were able to get to the quarterback a lot with very limited people. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about the big game. Let's go ahead and talk about Chris's Chargers in the Browns game because, I mean, that game was intense. Touchdowns going everywhere. Defense was not anything to even be seen on the field. So, Chris, what do you have? Ooh, my, my point is that Yellow is in the building. Moving on Monday night, moving yesterday, by the way, the little easier to use, maybe the little easier to use, the little easier to use, man. Number one, yeah, that's another. Number two, we need to get that other hitters, all our team, and some fucking terrible. Stop me, I'll check this some more. How many hitters are, our GM has one job to get hitters, and he can't get hitters. Come on, stop me, team, and pack the goddamn hitters. Or be the Niners and actually go sign Joey Sly. Like, how Joey Sly? Joey Sly is the top 10 kicker in the league. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Joey Sly. Stupid for that, by the way. Stupid. And then the Texans were stupid. And then I think he, Joey Sly was on another team for a game. Like, how Joey Sly is bouncing around as good of a kicker he is, is beyond me. Like, when you have these shit kickers throughout the NFL. Oh yeah, he's on the on on Yes, he is, and he's he had a good game with them. But watch when Robbie Gold comes back, he'll get cut and slide Oh, is he? I did not see that. But oh, back in the puzzle game, no, hopefully had a good game. By the way, I got a new nickname for Mike Williams. He's no longer the latest draft pick. Mike the real Bill Williams. Of course you do. And by the way, Jonathan Taylor, after I uh, bashed him a little bit, takes like a touchdown for like 70 yards. Carson Wentz paid off there. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so much for uh, rollout so far. Um, yeah, you know, once again, it, it's a game that tells us all over the last year you know, and the year before, but yeah, and I forgot to ask, so I'll pass it off to uh, the Flamingo here. Do you have any thoughts or things about the Packers-Bengals game or the Chargers-Browns game? Uh, not so much the uh, the Bengals-Packers game. I, I thought that was going to be tight. I would have given my left leg to McPherson to hit it because – I'm not going to lie. Aaron Rodgers one of my least favorite NFL players in the league. <laughs> it's okay. We already beat you for this season. It's okay. I mean, anyone could beat us, except for the Broncos and the Bills, apparently. 
<laughs> he's talented. I just I have him in that tier like Philip Rivers. I think he whines and complains too much on the and stuff like that. You're getting paid was it forty something million dollars to go play football? And oh, I don't want to play here anymore. It was never about not Your wanting to play in Green Bay. He wanted to be in Green Bay. He was offered to be the highest paid quarterback, and he turned it down. Or the highest paid player. It was not about the money for Aaron. It was about how the Green Bay Packer organization treats no, the players. Well, I mean, you have that everywhere. You have that in every organization. Shoot. Yeah, but the Packers are especially bad at it. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what happens when you're owned by the fans and not the fan. No, it's no. The, it's been horrible GMing. Like Ted Thompson never oh, wanted to build build through I the worked, draft. I worked for a sports team that was owned by in the same type of setup that they actually mirrored from the Packers for ownership purposes. And it was the exact same thing. It was terrible. We had players come in and demanding trades or demanding to be released from contracts probably once a week. And well, you don't get that in Green Bay. Oh, that I would get that in Green Bay. Fuck those winners. Yeah, I know. God damn <laughs> sucks winning, doesn't it? Oh man. No, but uh the going to the the, uh, the Browns Chargers one, I I want to know, and I, I don't know if like I just want to know where the defenses went. Both had solid defenses up till this point. I mean, what was it the Browns coming off back to back games of holding opponents under ten points, something like that? And then did they just stay in Cleveland? Did they not get on the plane? I looked twice and I see Mike Williams standing in forty yards downfield with no one within twenty yards of him, and he just walks into the end zone. Yeah, Mike Williams is really killing my Kenny or uh, Keenan Allen shares. Well, I'm, it'll probably just be for this year because if he keeps playing like this, he's going to get money and we'll see where he goes. I don't. I still don't think even after this year he's having any team. I, he's going to have to sign a one year prove it deal because if a team gives him money, he I, why he, he, he pop five and cut down. Okay, they I. Devontae Parker was. What has Devontae Parker been it's since he signed his contract? You can't give a guy a contract extension. They always say Tyrell Williams and Matt Williams is way better than Tyrell Williams. I'm not arguing that, but Mike Williams has been a proven factor of getting hurt and staying hurt. So just because he's having one good year on his contract year, you're going to be like, oh, hey, let's give this guy $22 million. I'm not saying the problem is putting that, then for not in that. All the Padres franchise is like Detroit, the Jets, Jacksonville. And Batley. The teams with money. Not even the teams with money. The teams that have just been perpetual bottom feeders for the last decade. And that's why they have been. Because they do that. that. They do that. They do that to those shit players like that. That's what happens. Don't do that. And we'll do that. And that's not going to happen. No, the Jets might not do that. And then find who is to that massive deal. But you know the Lions were one spot. Like uh, what the Bills played, Jacksonville, um, Green Bay Packers. Green Bay doesn't. We had to sign free agents. That's actually be true. Yeah, so I was gonna say, when's the last time you guys signed one? Like Devontae. Oh, we signed Devontae Campbell. I mean, (laughs) oh my goodness, the one one and only. Oh wow! I had never heard of him before. Shoot, the Steelers like to sign the ones that are washed up. So Eric Ebron, Eric Ebron, Stonehenge. Gosh, I cannot wait for Ebron to be off our roster. I don't, did he even, I don't think he even played a single snap yesterday. He did. I remember seeing him on there. He played. On play? Oh, he played. That's terrible. It doesn't matter with how bad Big Ben has been. Pat, it Pat, 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 Pat
Oh no, you can slander Big Ben all you want. It's it's doesn't matter how he played. He he's washed up. He's done. one might parlay. I agree with you on that one, but he's still. This is what sucks. As long as we play him, we're not going to lose enough games to be in the comp the competition for one of the quarterbacks this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You're losing your division. You're you're the bottom feeder of your division. You're not beating. You're not going to be in the top. I honestly, I'm not trying to hate, but I really I don't know. see how you're going to be better than any of the other three teams in your division. Here's the thing, and this is going to sound this is going to sound a little. Our division Homer. is well, no, not even Homer. More of just uh, like statsy than anything. Our division is notorious for splitting against each other all the time. Yeah. No, matter, no matter how good one team is and how bad another team is. True. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I play it for the whole every time. That it doesn't matter. That it's not. Because there's been years where the Steelers have gone 13 and three, 12 and four, and have lost to the two and 14 Browns. And you've seen that every year, at least. So I don't think last year they lost to the Bengals on Monday night. Yeah. There, then I mean, see, so it's it's one of those things. Division games are always oh, very much so. The year the Packers were 16 and one, we benched, you know, and they were 0 and 16. In week 17, we almost lost to the Lions because it's you know, you never can sleep on a divisional opponent, they're going to give you their best every time. Oh, yeah, so you, you're right, but I mean. I, even if you guys split every game against your division, I, that still puts you at the bottom. That gives you – you you haven't beat a division party yet. Is playing the first-place schedule. That's yeah. what kills us. And that's what's going to help the Bengals. And this is not to dig at the Bengals. They need to take full advantage of it because I believe they finished bottom of the division last year. Take advantage of that schedule. Yeah, no, no. That's going to help them. That's going to help them. Yeah. Because I hate the other two fan bases so much. <laughs> Not my own. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't like. I don't mind seeing the Browns do okay. I don't like because they sucked for so long. Like I can't like like the Bengals. They've been bad for so long too now. Like I don't feel bad when they do well. It's like the Ravens and Steelers have been the you know the top dogs of those divisions for a while. So when they finally got competition, it's kind of nice to see. You know, I, I wouldn't say the Bengals been bad. I just say the Bengals were like a, oh, a hard luck Bengals. Yeah. All I know is the Steelers right now are the 10 seed in the AFC and the Chiefs are the 11. There we go. That, that's nice. But speaking of the, the the Steelers, we haven't much talked about it. So what do you got on your uh, Steelers game, Steelers versus the Denver Broncos? <laughs> we actually Broncos. look good. Our O-line actually, they're young and not much. They actually played a decent ball game. I mean, yeah, you're still going to get pressure when you've got a defense like the Broncos. Good luck shutting down Von Miller and all of them. That's not going to happen. They're going to get theirs, but they did a good job of countering that. Um, we have got to give Najee some more breaks or he's going to break down before the end of the year. He played, he's played almost 95% or higher of every snap this season in every game. And we're only getting two or three snaps of like Kalen Balaj or Benny Snell. And we saw that yesterday when he came off the field multiple times in the second half because he was cramping and his calves were hurt. Benny Snell is trash, by the way. Oh, God, yeah. I, I thought Benny Snell was trash coming out of college. Like I, When I watched Benny Snell's tape, I was like, why does anybody like this kid? He literally just runs straight into the back of every lineman in front of him. And he I somehow – Anthony McFarlane's always hurt. That was his problem in he college. Was, he is. He was hurt. He got hurt in the preseason, I believe. He oh, yeah, dude. He was good. Yeah, he's always in. I know he's Go ahead. 
I think Juju's played his last game as a Steeler. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah Juju, apparently the news is that Juju is being put on the IR and is having surgery and done for the year. Yes. And, and he is expected to sign elsewhere. I he's, he's played his last down as a Steeler, and everyone can go and hate him for the TikTok and all that. I mean, you do you. What you enjoy is what you enjoy. But the man plays hard all the time. He plays with reckless abandon. Kind of reminds me of Heinz Ward with he's not afraid to mix it up. I lower the yeah i mean if the packers had any cap space at all for next year i would love to give him like a one-year prove-it deal and try to but first we need to keep adams but if we <laughs> kept adams and we're able to like get a one-year prove-it deal with juju just and come over to green bay because that's what he is he is a number two he needs you know he's gonna bust out have his best games when he doesn't have to be looked at i mean i know the steelers have claypool and deontay johnson but He's not, they're not the Antonio Brown that, you know, was it, you know, if he was behind the Darren or, you know, Devontae Adams, he would fucking eat again. Um, the problem is with that is the Steelers, Big Ben focuses. It seems like he, every game he just focuses on one receiver and he's never, yes, never, he doesn't spread lately. Like, no, and he misses Juju a lot. When he does, he overthrows oh Juju all. It's terrible. Like, I mean, but. I'll appreciate what he did. It means I'll have to buy my brother in New Jersey because I bought him a Juju jersey like six games into the first year he was there. My brother absolutely loves him. <sighs> yeah. Uh, shockingly, somebody's been very quiet when the Steeler talk has been happening, and that is our uh, resident Bungles fan. And I'm even curious if he's alive on the line. Tyler, you have anything about the Steelers? No, I didn't watch this game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your Bengals and root for you to win the division. No, no, they're not worth my time. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to talk about that team. And did I step in some shit? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Hey, no, let me not. I really didn't watch that game, but we couldn't watch it either because my parents have Dish, and I went home this weekend, and Dish took Fox off the air. Oh, yeah, that's, that's nice. That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that must be nice. So. I think we t- covered enough about the NFL Week 5, so let's go ahead and move it on to uh, Would You Rather. And this Would You Rather is their Zach or Flamingo. Would you rather own the New York Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars? 100% Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I'm interesting. Okay, why? I need to know. Okay. So assume I'm taking them over. I'm just going to assume I'm taking them over – from today, you know, as the, if I could own them. Today, yeah, today. Yes. I believe there is more talent on that Jaguars roster than there is on the Jets roster right now. Zach Wilson is fucking buns. I mean, he's had one good throw and we praised him, but yet the man has done nothing. The Falcons defense is so terrible. I think he completed more passes to them still than he did to the Jets. Hey, hey is Big B I, here? Is this my brother? Did is like what's going on? Yeah, I think big, big, big B is in the building. Holy shit, that sounds a lot like Mike. I I hated Wilson coming out of college. The exact thought I had, and he started rising up these boards, was Mitchell Trubisky all over again. The Jets screwed up by not taking Fields or Lance or even Mac Jones. You're on mute, man. I can't hear a word you're saying. Fields is straight trash. Like I, eleven for twenty and has a barely a hundred yards. He's fir- he finally fir- he's only thrown one touchdown in his career so far in three starts. The dude is inaccurate. I don't care. Give whatever you excuse you want to. 
for his line. Because guess what? You would have to give the exact same sk- excuses to fucking digest. And that's because we have Matt Madden. Yeah, that is his one pass. But I'm sorry, Justin Fields. I, the Jets should have never got rid of Sam Darnold. That's their mistake. No, that I agree with that. Uh, they should have taken another a positional player there or have traded down and collected more draft picks and built around Sam Darnold. That was their mistake. That was never going to happen. No. Unfortunately, he they saw him for what? four? It was his fourth four years he was there? Three. It was three. going into oh, that's right. He got traded after three, and they picked up his fifth once he got traded. Yeah. New, you see that all the time, though. Unless it's a bona fide superstar of a player, if it's not your guy, he's gone. Yeah. But back to back to what I'd rather own the Jaguars. Touched on earlier. I hate winter. Winter sucks. There is no winter in Florida whatsoever. I'm by the beach. Babes in Florida are a lot better than babes in New York. We're gonna put that in there too. <laughs> Biggest thing is there's zero expectations on the Jaguars. That gives you time to build the program within any sports team in New York, doesn't matter how good, how bad, will always come with high expectations because of where they're located, because of the city. And I, it's just insane. But, I mean, one of my other things is, granted, I would cut back on the London games. I would say one's enough for them. You don't need more than one. But well, they do, make, they you do don't, make a ton of money off those. You know, you know, yeah, because nobody goes to Jacksonville Jaguar games. That They, make, they probably make more money at those two London games than they do in every other game in Jacksonville. I was looking it up. One London game is almost the same as two Jacksonville home games. That's ridiculous. That is pathetic. It is pathetic. Well, but you know it is. why? Stadium, it's, it's like 65,000 seats in that stadium. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'd go just for the pool, but. And yeah. I, I, <laughs> and the number one reason I would rather own the Jacksonville Jaguars and the New York Jets is I would get to fire Urban Meyer. That, I, get, I like that. I do. I, I like stand that man. I liked what? him at Utah, and then he started having sense, and it started going to his head. And oh, I've started losing. Oh God, I'm gonna have a heart attack. I gotta stop. Surfaces a year later. There's Tyler. Hello, Tyler. How are you? <laughs> He's gonna be one and done. I'm one and done. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. All right, then. I'm gonna move on from that and give the would you rather to our very quiet third co-host here. And Tyler, would you rather own the New York Jets or the Jacksonville Jaguars? Uh, very easily the Jaguars. At- I can't, I'm not going to add very much only because um, Flamingo, uh, I mean, it's going to be like I copied his homework. He pretty much took everything I was going to say. I mean, there, there's just, I mean, obviously if you get to take it over today, I mean, you get, you know, a, a, a quarterback who I think most people believe in, but you know, his coach is something else. I mean, he'd be gone. That's the first thing we do there. But I mean, though, another thing is too, though, like, uh, you know, the Jaguars are a relatively new team. I mean, they ain't been around that long. Like, I mean, yeah, things started off has started off pretty shitty for them. Like, they, they've not been relevant pretty much ever. But I think, I mean, it would kind of be a cool challenge, though, to, like, be able to get them to a point where they're, like, a respectable franchise. So, um, I mean, that among pretty much everything that he said, I'll go ahead and let um, Hater tell us. First of all, the Lions have been around for, like, 100 years. And they haven't made a one championship game, and that's no thing to do. That's pathetic on the line part. Second of all, I'm getting the New York football set. And why? Because I, I believe in Robert Fowler. I believe in his system. I believe that 
But I'm not sold on his offensive coordinator, and I'm not sold on uh, his offense right now. You know, maybe we need somebody else on the offense, and whew, it's brutal. You know, and, and, and I'm not going to slam on, on um, what's his name, not yet. You know, he's a rookie. He's been trying to learn it and look like shit at times. So, you know, it's New York, baby. How... How how would you not want to win the winner in New York? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say I'm with the hater here. I am absolutely a hundred percent in. I am wanting to be the owner of the New York Jets. The New York Jets actually have a fan base. They, actually, have money. they have money. They have a fan base. They have expectations, and you're the owner. So guess what? If it takes a while to build a team and actually get your expectations there, it doesn't matter. You're not the coach. You're not getting fired. I believe in Robert Sala. I mean, the only reason I would pick the Jets is so I could fucking fire oh, Urban Meyer oh. in his face, which is the only, like... And one more thing. Go right ahead. I would fire my GM. Oh. Yeah, he... he. I'm not a big believer in him either. The Jets have a lot of draft picks in the next coming drafts, um, so you can build. I do believe in Robert Sala. Um, I'm gonna... You have to keep with Zach Wilson. You tra- you drafted him. You, ca- you know, you did everything to have him in there. And... Everybody would have said the same things. I'm not saying this. Don't don't quote me here. Don't say that this is, he's going to be this. But if you go back and look at Peyton Manning's rookie year, everybody would have said he was going to be a bust. There's other type, other quarterbacks who have thrown a lot of interceptions their rookie year and actually had success the following years. So I am not going to throw the towel in on Zach Wilson when he has no weapons, he has no line, and absolutely no running game. The offense is abysmal. You can't expect a rookie quarterback to be able to do a lot behind that. And not so, just that. You got a rookie quarterback and a rookie running back. Like, there's a lot of pressure. Uh, I'm not saying that Mike Carter's bad. I'm saying that Mike Carter's He's got a every down back. And no, he's a rookie and he's just not. He's going to be a Gio Bernard. He's going to be. Uh, oh, very much. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. And you got him in the third round, so it's fine. Gio was a first rounder, but all I'm saying is Michael Carter will never be at every down back. That is no, not why he drafted him. So I'm. I'm with Hater here. I think it was an obvious decision. I'm. Cho- I'm shocked that two of y'all went with the Jaguars here. I thought it would have been easy to go with everybody go with the Jets, but I understand. They want the bags. They want the what the lamb. Even though it's not Miami. I understand. I can I can get behind their excuses or their reasoning, I should say. But let's go ahead and move on to big deal or little deal. The Kansas City Chiefs starting one in four. Flamingo. Two and three. Big two or three. Oh, I'm sorry. Three, three, three. That was my typo. <laughs> typo. Typo by my uh my man here giving me two or three. Is it a big deal? Yeah. Big deal or little deal. The Ch- Kansas City Chiefs being two and three. Flamingo. You want me to start? I yeah. think it's a big deal. A big I deal? Not, I think it is a I think it is a huge deal. I do not believe they'll catch the Chargers in that division now. Because once again, the schedule comes into play. You look at that first place schedule, so you're gonna play other first first place teams from last year who may have improved, may not have improved. But I think you're gonna see other defenses follow the Bills blueprint from last night. Two deep safeties at almost every play. That pretty much just takes away the deep ball, which is one of the best things for the Chiefs' entire offense because then it, it spreads everything out. Then, if they but if they can't hit on those deep chunk plays all the time, 
you can slow them down. Yeah. So, they have to travel for playoff games right now. Cause I believe it's, I don't know if it's Buffalo or uh, the Chargers will have the number one seed as of right now, but if they have to go to Buffalo in January, there's yeah. on the ground. I don't know. I mean, yeah, they get snow in Kansas City, but they don't get snow like Buffalo. Very much so. I'm going to go ahead and jump in right here really fast and I'll pass it on to my other guys. It's also, I'm with Flamingo here. It's a big deal. It's a massive deal for multiple, reasons and one of the big ones I want to talk about that's not a big one but one thing I want like to talk about is Kansas City Chiefs fans are understanding the pain of the Packer fans right now just because you have an amazing quarterback does not mean you can win games always win games because guess what when you have an abysmal defense there is only so much your quarterback can do and that is where Kansas City is right now because that defense is abysmal they spent all the money on the offense all, they gave Chris Jones a contract, but what else do they have on that defense? Nothing. And it is showing, and teams are taking advantage of it. Definitely on the run. They, they can't stop the run, and they can't stop the pass. And they play the Green Bay Packers this upcoming week. And I hope the Packers take a page out of everybody who's played the Kansas City Chiefs this week because it's going to be a shootout. The Packers' defense is not that great either. You know, they're going to give up big plays. And – we should be able to stop the run. Definitely with uh, C8, you know, Clyde Edwards-Lair out, it looks like, for some time. And the Packers have done pretty well against the run the last three weeks, so hopefully they can keep it up again this week against Darnell Williams and company. But, yeah, this is a big deal. They can't ca- – I don't think they can catch up. I mean, the Oakland Raiders have been playing well. Uh, the This is the Chargers division this year. They still have to catch up with the Broncos. I mean – I don't like we said we try to sell the undefeated teams, you know, sell or buy the undefeated teams. I try to tell you to sell the Denver Broncos, but I really think the best the Kansas City Chiefs can do is obviously come in second. They would have to make a big turnaround, but I really think they're going to end up in third in this division behind uh, Chargers and Raiders. I really still believe in this Raiders team. So big deal, massive deal. They're going to need a lot of help and. Patrick Mahomes is going to have to step up and throw 6,000 yards and 40, 60 touchdowns this year to keep this team alive. But Kyler, big deal, a little deal. Kansas City Chiefs starting two and three. Um, it's definitely a big deal. Um, I mean, not not on the fact of like they're not going to make the playoffs. Like they're they're going to make the playoffs, but the division is in my mind the division's pretty much blown for them because. I mean, they're sitting here at two and three. The Chargers are are rolling, and they've already beat them once. So, I I mean, they can go ahead and hang the division up. But and I'm not even worried about this team scoring points. We know they're going to do that. Like, and and honestly, we probably haven't even seen the best they have yet. We know how good they are on offense, but their defense is just awful. Um, I mean, they can't stop anybody. A couple of weeks ago, they gave up 30 to the Eagles. I mean, anybody that has even a a competent offense, I mean, is going to score 30 points or more against this team because they're just no good on defense. And, I mean, that's going to kill them in general. I mean, I'm just going to say right now, there is literally no way in hell that they end up in the Super Bowl again this year. It's just not happening. Their defense is not good enough. Um, but I, no. I just, yeah, they're not they're not going to be able to um, make up the division. So because of that, I think it is a big deal. Agreed completely. And Chris, big deal, little deal. Kansas City Chiefs starting two and three. Oh. 
it, it, it's just been figured out. It, 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 I don't know how they had to figure out how to jump after the Christmas Day last year. I wonder if they can follow the flute, but they have been figured out. Now it takes the next step is what do the kids think to do next on our end to jump to Kimber High Safety? And then on each end, they got to put themselves back against the pattern. This is why they're getting burned by the London and because Chris Jones is one of the best defensive tackles in the game, but he's playing defense in the end right now. Why? Trying to get too cute with one of your better players. I, I, I don't say it. Exactly. You're getting too cute. Then you can get that attention. You still got a nap in that there. You still got a corner. You got two good corners. You got Bolton. It's not enough pieces on defense to pull it together. It's just they have to figure it out. If they don't figure it out, then it is going to be deal. Very agreed. So let's go ahead and move on. And I'm going to have to have my boy Chris here talk about it because all I see on the rundown is is the NFL rigged. So, Chris, what do you mean, is the NFL rigged? Oh, hold on. That, that was by itself. <laughs> oh, by ourselves, the NFL rigged. Oh, I'm and, sorry. And this is coming from... One of the boys on Twitter, Kyle Penn, a Browns fan, he knows me out of the game yesterday, and he's like, I'm beginning to think the NFL is rich. Why? Because the Cubs got a holding call over a holding call? It's a fire cell and think the NFL is rich. Oh, it is. It's, I'm selling. The NFL's not rigged. The NFL, I mean, it's, you get you had argue, you guys see your argument, but I'm selling. That's all I gotta say. I'm selling. They're not, it's not rigged. How about you there, Tyler? Uh, I, I'm gonna buy, but not always. But I, I do feel like sometimes it is. I feel like when I feel like when they want it to be or they see an opportunity to make a matchup, I do feel like it can be rigged. Yeah, I completely understand that. It can be. I, I understand what you're saying. It's it's like a fifty fifty thing. I, I I can get behind that. What about you there, Flamingo? Uh, I'm kind of in the same boat as uh, Tyler just said. I don't personally believe it's rigged, but it does feel that way sometimes, especially when they want to get certain matchups and stuff like that, or if they want to see certain things happen. But you definitely can't say it's rigged because the Texans won a game this year. So <laughs> that, one too. That, that is also very true. Very, very true. Good, good, good points there. All right there, Chris. Is it rigged? Uh-huh. No, I, I, I hate the hot and tired comment here, but I'm just going to bring up one thing. The New Orleans Saints and the Championship game. Oh, God. <laughs> it, yeah. now, don't tell me it's not written in some way. I want you to go look at that play and tell me how that referee does not go flat. He's right there. <laughs> because, because that game was lit. Nobody wants the Saints because they suck. That was that was a month of Super Patriots. Nobody likes them. But okay. they don't want the Rams to win. They want LA to win. So that's what the Rams. They're do. trying to make an excuse for why the the Los Angeles should have two NFL teams. Exactly. You know, this is why it was lit. But no, it's not always lit. It's like Tyler said. I'm the one they want it to be. Yeah, I completely agree. So last subject for this week. And that is going to be Thursday night football. And I'm that is what I'm looking up. My phone died. I had it pulled up for y'all. So I'm trying to get it in my internet's acting up. 
I'm trying to remember this week. It's supposed to be an actually shitty game. Shocker, right? I'm not a thin uh, but- it's always a shit. It's uh, Buccaneers Eagles. Oh, God. So, yeah, shit again. Um, I think this is obvious, obvious, obvious. But let's go ahead and pass it off to our guest. What's your Thursday night football predictions there, oh, Flamingo? God. Well, we're going to see a flock of my cousins get murdered. I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I have nothing against the Eagles whatsoever. I absolutely love Jalen Hurts. He was one of my favorite QBs coming out of the draft when he came out. And I love Devontae Smith. They got one of my favorite former Steelers in Javon Hargrave, who plays with reckless abandonment all the time. But I just don't see any way they slow Tom Brady in them. I see zero way with all those weapons. I'm going to say it's probably going to end about 35-14 Tampa. Yeah, I can't really argue that at all. I can. That's a good prediction there. So uh, let's go ahead and give it over to Tyler. Tyler, what do you have for Thursday Night Football, Eagles, Tampa Bay? Yeah, I think Tampa is going to put a pretty good uh, beat down on them. They seem to be kind of rolling now. Um, I mean, they absolutely just did insane things to uh, Miami uh, yesterday. I mean, they had it going every which way there was. I mean, the defense was playing good. Brady threw five touchdowns. Leonard Fournette even had a good game. Like, to me, they're they're just rolling, and I think they're going to roll off quite a few wins here in a row now. Um, so I'm going to yeah. pick the Bucks, uh, 35-17. Okay, there, Hater, give it up. What you got? Well, I'm going to say it's going to be an asshole. And there's no – it's an asshole without this. And I'm going to say it's been worse for the asshole than that has been playing. I'm going to say 49 to 10. Wow. Woo. So it's just they're going to replay the Dolphins. I got it. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> and then – yeah, I'm I'm completely in. I, the Philadelphia Eagles offense has been a complete joke. Jalen Hurts is not a quarterback. He cannot throw the football. So it's Tampa Bay easily. And I'm going to go ahead and say 38 to 14. But that is this week's podcast. I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to uh, the Flamingo or Act Robinson or whatever your stupid Twitter handle is right now. Let him maybe give if you look at it, maybe maybe if you would have checked it and your phone didn't die, you would see it's at that pink bird. Well, my phone died, so it's at that pink bird now. But So uh, go ahead and give yourself a shout-out really quick before we sign off. And uh, Go ahead, bud. Well, I'm not going to really shout-out much. I mean, I'm nothing special. If you just want – if you want to see sarcastic and asshole comments, you know where to find me at that pink bird. But uh, a big shout out to you, shout out to you guys, and uh, for letting me come on. I much appreciate it. I don't, it's my first ever time being asked to be on a podcast, so it's definitely an experience I want to do again. So if you ever need some low life, come on to the podcast. You guys know where to find me. Yeah, we definitely love to have you back. You've been a great guest. You've been fantastic. So yeah, you're always welcome to come back on to the All Time Mystery Podcast here. Well, so, I appreciate uh, it, and I will. Let you guys go. I want to go see if Jonathan Taylor can get another 76 yards and a touchdown. So, yeah, exactly. Same here. So, uh, for the all time missing podcast, this is yours truly, little B at Pernelli Sports. Chris? No, man. I'm playing at 18 minutes. Don't forget to like and subscribe on iTunes and whatever podcast you want to Tyler? And you can. And you can find me on Twitter at T underscore the men. Thank you and have a great week.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.